Detroit is Different is where you get information, artistry, history, music, and even comedy. Detroit is Different, a home for the culture of Detroit. Visit online at DetroitIsDifferent.com today. All right, we are live in effect at one of the best places you can get anything tailored as a man for suits and uh, definitely with somebody I look up to. Detroit is Different rarely does an in-store, but this is a special in-store. 100-year anniversary of Hot Sam's Clothing. And here with one of my big homies, one of my mentors, somebody that is an advocate for Detroit entrepreneurship, black male leadership, and then just also, as you see, style. Tony Stovall, how you feeling today? Man, I am feel wonderful. Like I tell everyone, if you wake up in the morning, it's a great day. That's a day that you got a chance to get it right. You know yes, we I are flawed. So God is so gracious that he gives us another day to wake up and to try to get it right. And we're honored to be here with our young, in, energetic young fella here that we understand. And we've seen him from here to there. And it's, it's just a joy. You know, as we often say that the youth are our future. Well, if, and then often I hear some of us OGs and, oh, let's see, female Gs will be mm -hmm. saying, what's wrong with our youth? Well, you know what's wrong with our youth? We're not instilling the love and the compassion and the encouragement to them. That same love that we were given, even though we thought it was tough love. We must make them tough because this world out here is tough. And we know that black people, out of all people, the most compassionate people ever lived, survived. The proof is we're still here with an agenda to destroy us, but yet we still rise. 100 years of being in business in downtown Detroit. We thank you, downtown Detroit, the people of Detroit, for making us here for 100 years and years to come. All right, now with that, as we know, you you always uh, dropping some gems, dropping some science <laughs> well, in your try. own style. We uh, we yeah. talking that uh, classic East Side style that has become Detroit style, that has become international style. Yes. Uh, Tony Stovall, as he said, uh, one of the one of the people. A lot of times, people say like, you know, who who inspires you? Who keeps you going? It's a collection of people, but uh, always uh, Cliff Green here and Tony Stovall have always been advocates. Even sometimes when they didn't understand, like, what you doing? What you working on? But <laughs> I support you. So yeah. uh, that's great to know that you connect. And as we talk about yes. that connection, over time, style has changed in fashion. Yeah. And how have you adapted? Uh, with the changes in fashion, knowing that you're ahead of the trends mm -hmm. and making sure that now, whether it be uh, young men, old men, you mm -hmm. know, uh, women saying, okay, I want my man to look like this. Mm -hmm. How do you stay ahead of those trends? Well, as you see right now, I'm, I'm, I'm showing a, a change that we must make. At one time, I, for 40 years, I worked from sunup to sundown wearing a suit, shirt, and tie mm -hmm. because that's the look that you had to have. Now we've gotten to an area where casual has gotten in here. And then and then when you try to define casual, that could be widespread. Your, my casual and your casual are two different things. Mm -hmm. Some casual is a guy wearing his pajamas. Some casual is some <laughs> of your young brother wearing a T-shirt, blue jeans falling off your rear end, and a young lady looking like a queen. So mm -hmm. in between that, we have decided that we need to set a trend that we can still be cool. We can still be casual, but we don't have to go that far. So instead of having mm -hmm. a suit on today, we wear what is, we feel is acceptable. It's summer. We got on light colors and we're doing our thing. So we thank you for that. All right. And, and in classic Detroit is different style. I'm, I'm yeah. going to hit you with the classic questions. Your family in Detroit. I always start with like, what led your family to come to Detroit out of all places? Well, they, we didn't have a choice. Uh, uh, us as <laughs> me and my siblings, because my father moved to Detroit from, okay. 
from uh, he came from uh, uh, Arkansas and then from Alton, Illinois, which is across the street from uh, he crossed the bridge from East St. Louis, mm. and we uh, came on Detroit because of the factories and getting jobs and mm. to look out for black families. They were hiring back in the fifties, so we came here and I've been here since I was four or five years old. I don't know anything else. Wouldn't want to know anything else. Detroit is it always was always will be. We must remember the great history of Detroit. We started the civil rights movement. We we did the preliminary to Martin Luther King's great speech. Mm-hmm. It was first here. Mm-hmm. We started music, Motown. We started automobiles, Detroit. Style, Hot Sam started in 1921. Mm-hmm. Through a depression, through a recession, and now through a pandemic, Hot Sam and the people of the city of Detroit still rise. Okay, so let's talk about that even coming up. Detroit style. What was it like when you were younger seeing mm-hmm. just the fashion trends and just knowing that, you know, men in Detroit dress a little bit different? Like, even when you go out of town, it's like, yeah, I can see you being from Detroit. What What were some of those things that stood out when you were younger that's like, mm-hmm? But see, all 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 the men, I'm telling you, before before myself, before my dad even, or, or my, my dad's era, that they were in a soup line with mm. a suit, shirt, and tie because men knew that they had dressed their part. And brothers, we, we we can, in my generation, we can we can change that just a little bit because you said, we always said you had to have your fronts together. Mm-hmm. That means you had to look like something before you can get something. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Now, I, some of you young men out there trying to say it's not fair, but life's not fair. Life's hard. So how you look truly makes a difference. You got one time to make a first impression. Why not make it your best? Because we do judge people. Now, I'm yeah. not telling you it's right or wrong, but I am telling you that's life. Life is not fair. It's not easy. So all of us that have raised our kids, you get all A's and B's and everything will be fine. No, racism still exists. Sexism still exists. Ageism still exists. There are many things that exist, but we must. What my father taught me is, one, keep your word. Word is bond. Meaning, when I talk to creditors, if I tell you I'm going to pay you in 30 days, I'll pay you. If I don't have the money, I'm going to call you. Mm-hmm. Your word is bond. It will take you further than you ever ever imagined. Your word is stronger than all the riches you can get. That's biblical, my brothers and sisters. That's what God said. Mm-hmm. Your word will take you further than any money. Because we got rich folks that jumping off bridges and committing suicide, don't we? Mm-hmm. But your word will take you further. And as you talk about word, one of the other coolest things about Hot Sam's is it connects the business partnership and friendship between you and Cliff. What's and I'm gonna ask him the same question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it like to uh, be black men in business together? Mm-hmm. Uh, work things out. I know it's certain things you may see differently. How do you work through those do. differences? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in this day and age where certain people think that, you know, I just gotta do it myself and only myself. To have a partnership that has lasted so long. Yes. How, how does that work? Well, um, when me and Mr. Green came together, it was something I shared with Mr. Green that we need to do because they're gonna be, because. I have a more, well, I ain't going to say more, just different personality Mr. Mm-hmm. Green because believe me, he got his swag. We all have our oh, swag. Yeah. That's what we do from Detroit. Uh-huh. Some are just more out, out with theirs, some are a little reserved, but we all have swag because you had to have swag. Had to have something to survive in the city of Detroit. But I told Mr. Green, this is what we're going to do here. Some people going to say, I own the store. Some people going to tell me you own the store. And let me tell you what we're going to say. Nothing can, be, can come in between you and I, but you and I. Hmm. Not no outside forces saying this or saying that. Not nothing. Nothing can come between me and my partner, but me and him. Because mm-hmm. I know he has good brother, good intentions. I'm no as somewhat the one, somewhat a little more risky. But mm-hmm. you don't want two of the same people to come together. He has certain strength. 
I have certain strength. And we recognize those differences and we keep them together. And nothing will separate us other than if we fall out with one another, that between me and him. But you and I, would, the public would never know that. Huh. It's very important that we unite. It's a very important. And one of our things we want to do, we want to be example that black people can run the business. We want to be example that in particular, black men can work together and can be successful and can make a difference in this society. So you talked about something pretty deep with that as far as, you know, you have the the internal and the external. Mm -hmm. And uh, another thing that steps in what I've seen my whole life, and that's families coming together in business, because yes. that's something else where people say, oh, you know, blood and money, they don't mix. And, you know, mm -hmm. but I've seen it. And exactly like what you said, it's like sometimes we have our internal and then it's the external, like the internal politics of how we're going to move forward with right. business. And sometimes it'll be challenging. And sure. sometimes it's like, OK, that don't make no sense. You got to go back to the drawing board. Mm -hmm. But then we, you know, we we will build from there mm -hmm. and seeing how uh, your daughter Lauren stepped in. But your other daughters have stepped in, even extending to uh, Mr. Green's family, like how turning a business to a resource of friendship, family and community. Mm -hmm. And that's not always seen, but I do think that is the spirit of like what we do as black people. You know, how what what's been your niche into keep that community from a business as opposed to just always making it so focused on being an individual success? Well, I think it's important that we we broaden our territory. One, the fact that we should be able to understand that God has given all of us different talents. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm always we've always felt I'm saying when I say me, it's really us. So uh, we've always felt family is very important. Um, when me and him both been happily married. Uh, he has 30 years. I have about 40 years. Our kids are very, all of our kids, his kids, my kids have all worked here at one point or another. But it, it, things, it depends on how the times are. Lauren having to come in at a time that actually as a business person, sometimes you, you get stuck in what you're doing. And Lauren having a uh, graduate of Florida A&M, mm -hmm. little Tony, my other daughter, graduate of Florida A&M, black Atlas, schools, black, yeah. black, I mean, just black, 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 that we got to <laughs> understand who we are. When you know who you are, you cannot be distrayed, distrayed as much. Mm -hmm. Many of us really don't understand how great we are. Mm -hmm. We just don't. We think we came from slaves, but we came from kings and queens. Some of us don't understand. Even if you take the slavery movement, that's to show how resilient and how 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 brilliant and compassionate black people are. Mm -hmm. We nurtured another people. We did not do nothing but bring them the best. We did not harm them, even though they harmed us. And have the audacity to say that we're lazy, but we're in the cotton field and they sitting on the on, on their front porch. Uh, drinking that uh, mint julep and mint just enjoying themselves. Yep. So black people need to understand who we are at first. Mm -hmm. See, knowledge is power. I know who I am. My children know who they are. But most importantly, I know who I am. I know whose I am. Whose I am. This is all a spiritual journey. And we have a fleshly body that we, we must go through this stuff. But if we understand we're greater than this flesh that you see, the spirit of black people has always been creative, resourceful, um, uh, survivors, mm -hmm. compassionate. Not these violent animals others try to depict us to be. Mm -hmm. We know who we are. Yes, we are hit with the sun, with darkness. <laughs> darkness of beauty. Of beauty. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Everyone seems to want to look like us. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> Maybe because they know when they see the best, they want to look like the best. That's who we are. And I understand that. I understand that. And we must, we must as a people stay together. The plan is to divide us, and when you divide, you can destroy. But if we stay together, we're the greatest people ever lived. Our, our, when I think about business, our um, uh, financial wealth 
will be equivalent to the seventh largest nation in the world. Huh. But unfortunately, we don't spin it with one another. Let us just change that dynamic. Because let's see, Black Lives Matter, black business is essential. Yeah, It is the, the, the birth of, of the whole country, entrepreneurship is. Mm-hmm. The small businesses bring in much more money than the, the few large businesses. So we must be entrepreneurs. Believe that you you created this thing. How do how could we not think we can do anything? He's mm-hmm. given it to us. We have favor. And and with that favor, a hundred years is that's uh, a hell of a success. Like I I uh, through family and entrepreneurship, uh, like my dad always says, and granddad used to always say, like we judge the success of a business how long you've been in business, mm-hmm. not how much money you made in a right, year. Right. You know, and it's one of those things where it's like you know uh, we, we'll see different trends and different things happen, but who can sustain? through depression, recessions, you know, the ups and downs, you know, the trends and, and what's going on. How do you how do you flex in and knowing like, okay, let's let's be ambitious and buy a whole lot more stock. Let's buy less. Mm-hmm. You know, that is the, you know, the niche of like an entrepreneur knowing and having that full court vision. You know, and that's what I love about young folks. And I mean that when it comes to like yourself, your thinking is different than mine. But I like how your thinking challenges me to go to the next level. And I wish that what we can do is, as the older, I can use our wisdom to connect with your in, in ingenuity and your youth and your, 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 your tenacity to move on. Because one thing I want you to know in business, that people fail. Mm-hmm. That when you fail, you can learn from that failure. You got that right. And, and become stronger. Because yes, there have been ups and downs in this business. We've been well. We went through pandemic, recession, and and then you have all these racial things and all that stuff about downtown Detroit. But yet, Hot Sam's is still here. And I, I'm not trying to say we know everything, but to survive a rece- a depression, a recession, then a pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, Hot Sam's for 100 years to be here, we must be doing something right. Oh, definitely. We're not saying we know everything. Definitely. We're not saying we're the wealthiest. But we must be doing something right. And, and in that something right, you also have generations of people that now have like where you've, you know, a suit for the grandfather, the father, and not a grandson. Yes, we are. Like, how, how is that, you know, how is that experience of just knowing that you have that type of uh, reach and retention of customers? Well, I'm going to tell you, we had a cut, and this, this, this happens often. We're really blessed. We had a young man who had heard about Hot Sam's, right? Mm-hmm. Came in yesterday to to get something to wear to a, a, a backyard barbecue. He wanted, he said, I, he said, I came here, I want to get my grown man on. <laughs> now my man was turning 40, so he wanted to get his grown man on at 40, even though he hey. became a grown at 21, but, yeah. or 18. Yep. And But he said he knew he had to come to Hot Sam to get his grown man on. That's not something we said, that's what they tell us. Then he said when he got here, he was trying on some shoes and some pants, and with the fellowship with the customers and me and Mr. Green, he said, I feel comfortable here. He said, I feel like I'm at home. See, that's the atmosphere we want to create here. I don't want you to feel like only coming in when you, when you want to, to spend some money. You can come in and we can talk about anything. We can talk politics. We can talk religion. And men, we can talk about being men. Because, you know, women have somewhere to, to, mm-hmm. to vet their interests or whatever, or whatever displeasures or things of that nature. Black men tend to internalize things. And what we want to do is be allow them to come here. And we can talk about anything you want to talk about. Because there's nothing you've said or done that between me and Mr. Green and our staff, between us and our staff, we have over 100 years of sales experience. So therefore, there's nothing new you can tell us. Mm-hmm. There's nothing new, we, you know. I don't want you to think, I've lived this life. 
I'm not no, I'm not the wallflower to sit there and say, I don't understand. Or the square to say, I ain't do this, do that. Mm -hmm. I tell my children, I've done everything. And that should be enough. <laughs> but I've survived and you learn from your mistakes. Because uh -huh. every invention was not an invention until they made mistakes. Mm -hmm. So do not, the worst thing we can do is be afraid to try. Okay. We must, we must have the courage to try. If there's something that in your mind that God gave you, if it's baking, cooking, selling, whatever it is, use that. Because if God gave it to you, no one can take it from you. Mm -hmm. And use that in a good, positive way. So that definitely naturally leads to what do you see what's next for the next hundred years in high sense? Let me tell you what I'm going to tell you that, that that was good then, now, and forevermore. A concept we say, but we don't practice. One, customer is king. Mm -hmm. Customer is the most important thing to Hot Sam's in any business. So customer service is very important to us at Hot Sam's. When you come in here, it's just it's not it's just not a sale. We want to know what you want it for. What are you wearing it for? What's the occasion? Like we're doing a lot of weddings right now. We tell the groom, uh, we want to know this. Now most weddings, the, the the most important thing is the bride. Yeah, that's that's. And the bride is worried how will her yeah. future husband look. Yeah. So when they come to Hot Sam's. We tell them, you need to make sure you tight because the men, you come here, we're going to make sure you tight because getting married is a very important and a special and a sacred day. We want to make sure those men look like men. They look like fathers and husbands and their, their groomsmen will look the same. Mm -hmm. And once they start dressing up, when we dress up, we act a little better. Mm -hmm. But when we a little more casual, we act a little more casual. I, I, I agree. So how we look truly plays and how we treat our, our community. How we care about our children is very important. Black men, we're not saying we're perfect, but we are saying we care. We're not that animal that the world tries to say we are. We're not. We are compassionate and we're loving. Come down to Hot Sam's customer, you are king. We've been there for 100 years and we'll be 100 years more. And we're bridging the gap between us and the younger generation. We're now working with um, young folks like we did problems this year. Mm -hmm. and did more proms and everything else. And, and all the young men are graduating. Do we ever talk about black men graduating from high school? Or do we talk about them getting shot or getting robbed or getting killed? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, there's some young black men out there doing something. And we're going to celebrate the, July 10th. We're going to celebrate with a fashion show. We'll close it with the graduates of 2021. Mm -hmm. Dressed by Hot Sands. We'll show you the future looks bright. That's good. That's good. So here go the classic Detroit's different questions. Uh, your very first car, uh, year making model, and what year did you get it? <laughs> Man, you going back now? Okay, uh, you got to remember, I'm 69 years old. Okay, born in 1952. Mm -hmm. My first car, different than this generation, was a little bit strange to us. That we went and got our, our driver's permit at 15 or 16, whatever the mm -hmm. earliest we can get it. Mm -hmm. And right after then, we were trying to save some money, work and mm -hmm. save some money, and get a car. My first car was a 1961 black convertible uh, uh, Corvair, a little Corvair. That okay. was a little car with the engine in the back, not in the front. Okay. And and the only reason I got it, my dad wanted it in a gambling game, and mm -hmm. it was, and it was a stick shift, and he huh. gave it to my mom, and she couldn't drive a stick, so she used to try to drive, and on the other side, I'm pushing the stick. Uh -huh. And then eventually she got tired and I learned to drive on a stick. Huh. <coughs> a stick chair. <coughs> and that was a 1961 Chevy Corvair. Okay, how, how much you think that'd probably be worth right now, Mint? Oh, Mint. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how many thousand. But back then, listen to this. You could buy a car back then for $1,900. You mm. could buy a brand new car. Mm. 
So things have changed. Yes, they definitely. And, and yeah. Tim, back then we believed in getting uh, getting a car, but we didn't have, believe in having a big car note like okay. some of the young folks. They didn't have a leasing plan. Leasing was not an option. No, <laughs> no it was not. So uh, do you remember where the first place you went when you got it? Well, you know, I, I played a lot of basketball. Okay. So actually, I loaded the car with three or four of my boys, and we would go to the local um, parks and play basketball on okay. the east side, Saint Cecilia, Franklin Settlement. We played ball. So, and because I had got my car kind of early, all the fellas would get in the car, and gas was very cheap back then. Listen to me. <laughs> we would pull up at the gas station and get a dollar's worth of gas. Uh -huh. A dollar's worth of gas back then got us four gallons of gas. Uh -huh. So, life seemed to be a little easier back then, but the older you get, you see gas now is $4 a gallon. Yeah. And it's self-serve. Yeah. Back then, it was 25 cents a gallon, <laughs> and we did, you know, I worked at a gas station as a kid. Uh -huh. So, we uh, filled the gas up. We wipe your windshield down. We check the oil. We did all those things. So you guys had like a traveling team. You all were going yeah. to different neighborhoods, just taking them all, like and playing ball. Hoping you didn't got. run into like a, a a Kurt Jones or nothing. Well, we didn't mind. We ran into. We played everywhere. <laughs> now you don't win them all, but I mean, you, we play ball. You gonna, you gonna yeah, run them? That's right. All right. And uh, last question. Um, I usually ask this one. I'm gonna I'm throw this one at you. Mm -hmm. If you could rename Woodward after one Detroiter, who would it be and why? Coleman Alexander Young, mm -hmm. and the reason why. I think he was the mayor, especially at the time that he, he came up, that gave black people courage that we are somebody. He wasn't scared of white folks or anyone else, even though he did business with everybody. And let me tell you a big dynamic that what, he, what Coleman Young brought to this city. I want us to remember this. In Detroit, black people, we are the majority and quit acting like the minority is one. We're 85% black in Detroit. Coleman Young, when he was the mayor in this black city, you can come to town like a Dan Gilbert or anyone else, mm -hmm. and they want to do business. But they went and met with Coleman Young first. Coleman Young would say, fine, you can do business in this town, but fine, you're a black partner. See, it starts from the leadership down. Those that care about us, those that look like us, represent us. I have nothing against other people, but we must have. It, it truly makes a difference when you have someone that look like you that encourages you. Like what we do here in Hot Sam's. I want young men to come in and young people to see that a black man can run a business. A black man can be in business for 100 years and he can be successful without selling drugs or doing anything else. You can be successful doing an honest business and an honest day's work and you can make a difference in your community. That example goes much further than anything else. And because we've been here for 100 years, me and Mr. Green will continue and our family will continue to be a bright spot for all of us blacks in the city of Detroit, that you too can do this and you can be anything you want to be. Thank you so much. My pleasure. All the time. All right. All right, Tony Stovall, Hi Sam's, definitely. Black revolutionaries, distillery owners, Italian fashion retailers, and Motown Grammy winners all share their best stories never before told in any other media outlets on Detroit is Different. Visit DetroitIsDifferent.com or download the Detroit is Different app on Apple's App Store or Google's Play Store.